Hello there. This is Maddox, one of the teachers here at Intrepid English. Today we're going to talk a little bit about phrasal verbs that can be used in the United States or in the United Kingdom that might come in handy. Phrasal verbs are phrases where you combine a verb and a preposition to mean something new. They are very common in spoken English, but their meanings are not always obvious. You can check out our Figure Out Phrasal Verbs course to see that for yourself. In addition, American and British English speakers also use completely different phrasal verbs to mean the same thing. This can cause a lot of confusion if you don't know the differences. Therefore, it's important to learn some common US and UK phrasal verbs to avoid miscommunication. No matter which side of the pond you're on, you're sure to find these six examples useful. Number one, to fill in versus to fill out. This is one of the first verb phrases you'll hear if you're applying for visas or jobs. Both verb phrases mean to complete by writing a response, but the prepositions in and out are different. In the United Kingdom, you fill in paperwork. For example, when you're ready, please fill in the form. In the United States, you fill out paperwork. For example, please fill out the document so it can be submitted to our department. You can sometimes use fill in in the US, but only in certain cases, such as fill in the blank or fill in the bubble on a questionnaire. In general, it's best to go with fill out for an American audience. Number two, to chase up versus to track down or to scare up. Sometimes the person or item you need can be hard to find. These phrasal verbs both mean to look for something or someone, usually with some extra effort. In the UK, you could chase up an item or a colleague. For example, if we want to make biscuits, we should chase up some butter and sugar. Or, could you chase up Jackie for us? She's on duty next. In the US, you could track down an object or a friend. For example, since her birthday is tomorrow, we should track down a cake. Or, let me go track down Jason. I think he knows the answer to that question. In the US, you can also sometimes scare up something. But this phrasal verb is never used with people, and implies that it will take more effort or be less likely to succeed. For example, We don't have much in the kitchen, but I can probably scare up something for dinner. Or, I took that class last semester, so I could scare up my old textbooks if you'd like them. Fun fact, the American phrasal verbs all come from hunting. Dogs would track down foxes or scare birds into flying into the air. Likewise, you can also use hunt down to substitute these verb phrases, but I wouldn't recommend it because of its slightly more violent tone, especially with people. Number three, to be rained off versus to be rained out. Spending time outside is great, so long as the sun is shining. These verb phrases are used for when an outdoor event is canceled because of rain. Like the first example, the only difference between them is the prepositions off and out. In the UK, 
an event would be rained off. For example, the picnic was rained off, so we'll try to have it next weekend instead. In the US, an event would be rained out. For example, the concert venue was outdoors, so it got rained out last night. Number four, to shoot off versus to bail out on. We've all been in this situation. You're having fun at a gathering, but your phone suddenly rings and you're rushing to the door to handle something. These phrasal verbs both mean to leave suddenly at an earlier time than what was planned. In the UK, you could shoot off if an emergency comes up. For example, sorry I had to shoot off last night. My cat got sick suddenly. In the US, you could bail out on an uninteresting engagement, usually shortened to bail in conversation. For example, if you aren't having fun at the party, why don't you just bail and go home? Shoot off compares the sudden and fast nature of the speaker's departure to something that shoots, like a bullet or rocket. According to Merriam-Webster's dictionary, bail out originally referred to when a pilot was ejected from a falling aircraft. Hopefully you won't be in such a dire situation if you need to use these phrasal verbs, but either way, it will get your point across. Number five, to get on versus to get along. Whether it's at work or at home, everyone likes to be friendly and agreeable. These phrasal verbs both mean to have a good relationship or to progress and prosper. For the second meaning, the verb phrase is usually used in combination with an obstacle to overcome so that a person can get on or get along even without something or someone. You can add an adjective after these verb phrases to specify if the relationship or progress is good or bad, but with no extra adjective, it's assumed to be positive. In the UK, you can get on well with a coworker or get on despite a loss. For example, I've been working with Laura for a week now, and we already get on really well. We have so much in common. Or, I'm going to miss you but I'll get on without you. In the US, you can get along well with an acquaintance or get along without someone you care for. For example, I really like my English tutor. We definitely get along. Or, I don't know how we'll get along without you here, but we'll do our best to keep the shop up and running. Number six, to ask around someone or ask round someone, versus to ask around about something. Unlike the previous examples, these phrasal verbs are almost the same, but have completely different meanings. In the UK, asking someone around, usually shortened to round in conversation, means to invite them somewhere. It's connected to the idea of asking someone to come around to a place. For example, Oh, is Tom available this week? We'd love to ask him around for tea. In the US, asking around means inquiring many casual sources about something. It's connected to the literal meaning of asking questions to sources that are around the area. For example, if the job is available, I can ask around and find some candidates who would apply.
Now let's check your understanding with some exercises. For each sentence, select the correct meaning of the phrasal verb and the correct style of English in which it's used. Number 1. Let's see if we can track down a replacement. Does track down mean A. To look for in British English B. To break apart in American English C. To look for in American English or D. To create a new version in British English Number 2. I hope you are getting on with your new classmates. Does getting on mean A. To have a good relationship in American English B. To have a bad relationship in British English C. To like someone in American English or D. To have a good relationship in British English Number 3. He promised he would stay for dinner, but it looks like he bailed out. Does bailed out mean A. To leave early or suddenly in American English B. To go skydiving in British English C. To quit something in American English or D. To run away in British English Number 4. The family barbecue was rained off, so let's have a dinner at Grandma's house instead. Does rained off mean A. Cancelled due to weather issues in American English B. Cancelled due to rain in British English C. Cancelled due to a risk of hurricane in American English Or D. To be flooded in British English. Number 5. If you want to apply for a work visa, you'll have to fill out the appropriate paperwork. Does fill out mean A. To cover in pencil in American English B. To take a test in British English C. To complete paperwork in American English or D. To sign your name in British English. Number 6. If Sheila is free, we could ask her round for lunch. Does ask her round mean A. To inquire about something in American English B. To invite over in British English C. To invite over in American English or D. To order food in British English. Post your answers in the comments below. Alternatively, you can book a one-to-one -one lesson with an intrepid English teacher today to discuss this topic in more detail. So, if you are still wondering if online English lessons are right for you, why not book a free trial lesson today and talk about your English goals with an experienced and friendly English teacher? It's never too late to reach your English goals. This blog was written by intrepid English teacher Maddox. You can find out more about me on my intrepid English teacher profile page. 
If you have any questions or you would like to request a topic for a future blog, you can email us at intrepidenglish.co.uk.